Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Today's reflection is based on the readings for the 24th week of Ordinary Time uh, Thursday. Our first reading is from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy, chapter 4, verses 12 to 16. Our psalm response is an excerpt from Psalm 111, and our gospel reading today is Luke chapter 7, verses 36 to 50. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, let no one have contempt for your youth, but set an example for those who believe in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. Until I arrive, attend to the reading, exhortation, and teaching. Do not neglect the gift you have, which was conferred on you through the prophetic word with the imposition of hands by the presbyterate. Be diligent in these matters, be absorbed in them, so that your progress may be evident to everyone. Attend to yourself and to your teaching. Persevere in both tasks, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and those who listen to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response How great are the works of the Lord! How great are the works of the Lord! The works of his hands are faithful and just. Sure are all of his precepts, reliable forever and ever, wrought in truth and equity. How great are the works of the Lord! He has sent deliverance to his people. He has ratified his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. How great are the works of the Lord! The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Prudent are all who live by it. His praise endures forever. How great are the works of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. A certain Pharisee invited Jesus to dine with him, and he entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at table. Now, there was a sinful woman in the city who learned that he was at table in the house of the Pharisee. Bringing an alabaster flask of ointment, she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, and began to bathe his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and anointed them with the ointment. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, He would know who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Jesus said to him in reply, Simon, I have something to say to you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people were in debt to a certain creditor. One owed 500 days wages and the other owed 50. Since they were unable to repay the debt, he forgave it for both. Which of them will love him more? Simon said in reply, the one, I suppose, whose larger debt was forgiven. He said to him, you have judged rightly. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, do you see this woman? When I entered your house, you did not give me water for my feet, 
but she bathed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but she has not ceased kissing my feet since the time I entered. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she anointed my feet with ointment. So I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven. Hence, she has shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven, loves little. He said to her, your sins are forgiven. The others at table said to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? But he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A number of years back, I was at an event where I was introduced to a then-current NFL player. Before we even spoke, I was impressed by him. He was, first of all, huge, truly a massive human being. He was not only an, on an NFL roster, but an all-pro, making millions of dollars a year. And while I'm not an NFL player, I'm not a multimillionaire, and while I could stand to lose a few pounds, I'm not intimidating anyone with my size and musculature. So I was a bit taken aback when he seemed very eager to tell me about the Catholic high school that he attended. He was very proud, not only of his Catholicism, but of his Catholic bona fides, Catholic education, stories about Father X and Sister Y, and similar qualifiers. Rather than me trying to impress him with my knowledge of football, it was he who was trying to impress me. He was almost like a little kid trying to show off his knowledge to his pastor in confirmation class. Paul says to St. Timothy in today's first reading, let no one have contempt for your youth, but set an example for those who believe in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. St. Paul encourages Timothy to embrace his youth, not in the sense of being immature or lacking in knowledge, but in humility, innocence, and purity of heart. Children have a desire to please their parents, their teachers, and their coaches. Somehow, as we get older, we lose some of that. We expect to be pleased rather than, than to please others. Look at Simon the Pharisee in today's Gospel. Jesus chides him because... From his superior position, he fails to offer Jesus the basic symbols of Jewish hospitality. He shows little desire to impress Jesus. Instead, he expects Jesus to impress him. Not so for the sinful woman. In fact, she risks the scorn of the Pharisee in order to focus solely on showing the Lord her love and respect. And in doing so, she not only receives his mercy— but ultimately, she is an example for others to follow. St. Paul says to Timothy, Attend to yourself and to your teaching. Persevere in both tasks, for by doing so you will save both yourself and those who listen to you. Young Timothy is like all of us. We crave a higher status and worry about what others think of us. In seeking only the Lord's approval, in every word and every deed, our many sins will be forgiven, and we will show many others the way to heaven. Have a great day.